I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. And Oliver is running around like a little zoomy maniac, hoping that doesn't mean he's about to come in here and start biting things, but who knows. whisker just a little one save it for me i have a test tube full of cat whiskers and claws and teeth i have a whole collection of mixy whiskers now i don't know why i just stopped throwing them away i'm rubbing off on you i just i'm fascinated by the fact that they're black for some That's reason very cute because like until i had her it literally never occurred to me that uh Black cats have black whiskers. I just didn't think about it. Hmm. What is my camera doing now? It seems to be repeatedly focusing and unfocusing. To me, it just looks unfocused. There we go. Pat it up to here with this camera. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But, um... Well, if we want to get into it for tonight... Make sure all my alerts are off. Um, I, I have started when I have like random thoughts that I'm like, I feel like I just want to bring those up in the pod for some unknown reason. I just put them in a note on my phone. I do the exact same thing, but just in the Google Doc. Every time I think of a thing that could potentially spark a conversation or just a thing that I could rant about, that's where it goes. Yeah, I currently have just a thought and a rant. I would love to hear both of them. One of the, well, the, one of them is just, it's not that, it's more of a question. Do you ever get video game music stuck in your head? Yes. Which yes, is I do. weird, right? Because, like, there are no lyrics. And I never really thought about getting a song stuck in your head when there's nothing to sing to. Interesting. That's a problem I'm very familiar with. But maybe that's because I have been a gamer for much longer than you. No, it's um, the on uh, Tears of the Kingdom, the music they play when you're in uh, Hatano Village. It's just was been a loop in my head, and I wasn't even there that long. And it's just it's just in there. It's just weird. I didn't think that was the thing that happened. It most certainly is, or it has been for me for a long time. Mm-hmm. And what was your was other that... thing? Um, I hmm. actually, you know what? I'm going to save that for the worsening. Okay. Well, in that case, let's get into my bullet points. Um, One, this is exciting for me and me alone. Power Wolf is touring again, and I'm going to see them at the same 
place that I saw them last time, but this time I'm in the actual pit, not the second tier. And I dragged Kyle with me. Or I will be dragging Kyle with me in September. So, rock and roll. Um, second thing, ghost updates that no one asked for, but I'm giving anyway. One, uh, got the new, the new Gwet shirt. Fun design. Oh, will my cord get in the way? Fun design on the back. But um, the reason that I'm particularly excited about this one is because it was only available if you were in a certain, like, the top percentage of their Spotify listeners during your wrapped, and I was. So that made me feel extra special, and I'm very happy to have my grubby little paws on it. Um, devastated to report that Ghost's cover of Phantom of the Opera by Iron Maiden did not win Best Metal Performance at the Grammys. Um, also kind of not surprised because they were up against Metallica and they kind of win on name alone at this point. But, but there's one thing that is extremely exciting and I'm pulling up a photo to send to the chat momentarily. Um, found this out the other day. There is now... Only one degree of separation between myself and Tobias Forge. But Bridget, what does that mean, you ask? And I present to you this photo that I am sending to the chat right now of Josh Groban and Tobias Forge at a some sort of charity event. Um, so yeah, there is now one degree of separation between me and Mr. Ghost, because I have met Josh Groban, who has now met Tobias Forge. Hopefully sure. that becomes zero degrees of separation someday, but we'll find out. Also, Josh Groban, secret metalhead confirmed? The caption said that they were at some charity event, I think. No, yeah, I know, but like, this still had to be like, hi. Well, yeah, someone could have introduced them. I would like to imagine that Josh Groban is a secret metalhead. Anyway. That's it. Those are my okay. updates. I just wanted to talk about Ghost again. Yeah. So, unless you have anything else that you would like to bring up, um... I found this on Reddit, and man oh man do I want to talk about it. So the question is as follows. Could a vampire police officer enter a house if they had a search warrant? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, the whole vampire lore thing, yeah. they cannot enter your home uninvited. What do we yeah. think? Yeah, I mean... I always assumed that you had to be invited by the person who actually lives there. That's the thing. Because, like, that's technically, like... I, I wouldn't call that an invitation. I certainly don't want you to search my home. No. Yeah, I mean... So, like, even if there's paperwork saying that you're allowed to... Yeah. Like, I'm not legally inviting you in. Yeah. Legally, they could. Physically, they could not. Um... Because, yeah, you know, actually, you're probably not going to know that they have a search warrant to even invite them in the first place. And if they yeah. don't have a search warrant, you're like, 
But see, I don't know that that's going to do you much good, because it's not like, unless it's an entire vampire police force, mm -hmm. some of them are going to be able to come in. But what if it is? An entire vampire police force? I also like that when I just sent this to the chat, the preview shows like the question and then the the little blurb that the person who posted it wrote. Could a vampire policeman enter my house if they had a warrant? This question has destroyed many of my friend groups. Interesting. So I wouldn't think this one would be that like controversial. I mean, I'm pulling up the question now to see if there is anything particularly controversial or something that I hadn't already thought of in the comments. There's a lot of jokes about, you know, it being low stakes. You know, like, stakes. Nice. And then somebody did ask, like, what if you have a welcome mat out front? That's another thing that I've often wondered, because, like, they they kind of play it fast and loose with like the what we do in the shadows vampires for example because in the the superb owl episode uh shawnee tells him like ah come on it or he says something like get in here or whatever and nando just goes that counts <laughs> so and i mean again that's like it's a comedy so like yeah, i'm wouldn't be remotely surprised if the rules were not quite as strict as like you know Ram Stoker, but uh, yeah. I'm seeing they could legally but can't physically. An order is not an invitation. Ah, that's I felt like we'd seen something recently where the welcome mat thing came up. Renfield, oh, yeah, somebody mentioned it. I was like, that's what it was. I feel like we just saw that. This depends largely on the origin of the rule and your definition of ownership. Okay. If your lore says a vampire needs permission from the primary resident, the state isn't an owner of your property. Okay. However, if the restriction is based on protecting humans, then you can have interesting changes. For example, with protection, a vampire could enter a house without permission to save a resident. Using protection, they would likely be able to enter with a warrant, but only if their intentions were to protect the residents inside. Finally, if your lore holds that the ownership is based on physical property ownership, for example, having a human own a property on paper that only vampires live in to keep an invader out in this lore, then the state could supersede the ownership with a warrant. So you could get real creative with it if you're writing a story, is what I'm seeing. Yeah. Someone saying, this is why I don't have a welcome mat, and why I shout, it's open, and not come in. Mm. I like this other question in here, in the comments. If a house that the vampire didn't own was built around them, could they stay? So, like, what if there's a vampire... Who, like he's buried underground in his coffin for whatever reason he's like fuck it this century sucks i'm gonna take a really long nap and then mm -hmm. somebody buys a property with this old these old like dilapidated ruins on it not realizing that they're you know they're gonna find a secret basement with a vampire on it and they build a house on top of it mm -hmm. that is theirs that they own what happens then i mean it, it in this scenario the vampire's like buried underground Yes. 
Because if he's buried underground, then he's not in the house. He's in the ground. He'd have to go through something to get into the house. Or alternately, okay, how about this then? Says, fuck it, this century sucks. I'm going to take a really long nap. Locks himself in his crypt in the basement. It's a historic-looking house, so perhaps it becomes, like, public property somehow, becomes a museum because it has importance to wherever it is. Or not even necessarily becomes a museum, but, like, it, it changes hands a bunch of times and then somebody purchases the house. Then what? So, and he's still down there chilling. Especially in the basement. Yes. I mean, yeah, he's allowed in there as long as, like, he doesn't have to go through something. Like, you know, if there's, like, a, a door that's it goes into the, the crypt, the cellar, whatever it is, like, that's part of the house then. So then could he not, could he leave but not come back? Like, if he's in the house and then he goes out and then it's like, shit, this isn't my house anymore. Or at least not on paper. I think it depends on your answer to the question of whether a vampire has to be invited by the owner of a property or just the person who lives there. Because okay, the vampire would already be living there. You're so right. Because then if it has to be the owner of a property, I feel like in like a vampire couldn't source victims from an apartment complex, for example. Yeah, right, and that's the thing. Like, I don't own this place. I rent my townhouse. Does that mean a vampire can just walk in unless it gets permission from my landlord? Like, Or, or they can't come... just walk in until they get permission yeah, from your landlord. Yeah. But, like, no, I feel like I should have to get permission for that. Or can it be literally any human being? Because, like, what if, um, what if it has, like, I was hanging out at your place and a vampire comes to the door. I'm like, hey, this vampire looks cool. Come on in. Have a drink. Like, <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Would I be mad? Not in the slightest. I know you would. That's why I love it. Thank you. <laughs> well, like, would, th- would that work since I don't live there? Yeah, I don't know. I'm also just generally fascinated by the amount of depth that I'm seeing in these comments. That's, like, kind of a rare thing for, like, the internet in general. The invitation is a running theme in folklore and occultism in general. The idea is that creatures and spirits occupy a world that exists side by side with our own, but they can't interact with our world unless invited to. A warrant is firmly of this world, holding no authority over the other, okay? The person dwelling in the house must be the one to invite them in. Alright. Although a search warrant would be a nightmare for a vampire, for one, they are rarely served alone, and secondly, a lot of shit gets ripped up and tossed around out of place. Western vampires are often depicted as having a compulsion for tidiness. One cop dumps out a vase of flowers with Mm -hmm. the decorative glass beads, and all of a sudden the vamp is stuck counting them and putting them back. Oh. See that on. Hmm? I just saw that on something. There was a bit in What We Do in the Shadows when they were trying to figure out if Guillermo was, like, a proper vampire or not, where they were gonna, like, dump out the bag of rice. They were like, ah, no compulsion to count this whatsoever, and then they started counting it as they picked it up. There was something more recently that I, like, just watched a couple weeks ago. 
Or they they were trying they were bluffing and said, Oh, I think it was in Black Clover. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Black Clover has vampires? Mmm. Sort of. Cool. <laughs> Alternately, the judge issued a non-negotiable invitation. Mm-hmm. Depends on what type of vampire, any kind of folkloric vampire, they can enter all they want. Classic Hollywood vampire, they cannot. Maybe if you had a welcome mat, but otherwise you would have to invite them in even if they had a warrant. Yeah, I don't think the welcome mat thing would actually work. Because it's, you know, it's an adjective, there's no verb involved. Hmm. You know, as in, you are welcome, like, you are welcome to come here, but they don't actually say... I mean, maybe it's implied that you are welcome, but even then, it's not like come in. It's different. Yeah. Maybe their partner could go in and then invite them, assuming the cops aren't all vampires. Also a possibility. Only if anybody can do the inviting. Which is kind of messed up if that were the case, because like if you really disliked somebody, you could be like, "Hey, you can go in so and so's house." Yeah. I mean, but also... Sounds dangerous. They, they probably had it coming. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I feel like it's one of those things that's, that's all over the place. Like, different shows and movies do it differently. Because I've definitely seen the type where there's, like, somebody visiting a person's house and they don't know any different, you know? And the person comes to the door and is like, Oh, I know the people who live here. Would you? Can I go and talk to them? They're like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say just... I'm just going to make a declarative statement here for the sake of wrapping up this segment of the podcast. I'm going to say that a warrant is not an invitation. They have to be invited by whoever is in the house at that time. Yeah. It's it's not an invitation. It's a legal, you know, allowance, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Very things. Like, yeah. there's a difference between you inviting a kid to your birthday party and that kid's parents allowing them to go point most certainly taken um all right so moving on from that this is something that kyle came up with i don't know what prompted this necessarily but he asked me this question and i blue screened for a second and then i told him that we weren't allowed to talk about it because i needed to talk about it on the podcast um is the character of jar jar binks racist so I should start by saying that I have not watched all of the prequel movies. Okay, great. I, I watched uh, them quite a while ago, and my memories are hazy. Yeah, I watched, I think, just the first one, maybe the second one, like when they first came out, and mm -hmm. not since. So, um, but, you know, so I have, yeah, limited memory. But yes, I, I always got the impression. And here's just the, on the accent. Here's the thing. I can't even pinpoint necessarily, like, what... It just feels racist, even if it isn't. No, it's the accent. Because it's like the, um... sort of, It sort of sounds like the stereotypical, like, slave accent, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. 
you know, I don't obviously don't want to imitate it, but yeah, no, I do know what you mean. Flavor to it, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's what gives the feeling of racism. Yes, it feels extremely racist, whether it actually is or not. Which it's kind of funny because wait, what year did that come out? Early two thousands. He was in the first one, right? Probably. Oh, I'm just googling Jar Jar Binks and I regret my my choices. I'm so sorry. I also haven't looked at him in a long time, so that's fun. So yes, episode one, 1999. Okay. So I would have been probably still 13 when it came out, and at the time, I thought he was super fun and adorable. You know, we've all had those moments. You know, but I was in middle school. Yeah. You know, and everybody else hated him. Like, everybody was constantly mocking him. And I remember when the movie came out, I can't remember which soda brand it was, like Coke or Pepsi or something. They were doing these, like, special edition cans that had various characters on them. And I kept getting them because I wanted a Jar Jar Binks one. I remember that specifically. But everybody was just like, oh my god, he's the worst character. He's so annoying. I mean, I'm gonna say hard agree, but... Well, yeah, now, but again, 13-year-old me at the time. Yeah. Yeah, I was listening to NSYNC. (laughs) Hey, NSYNC has some bangers. Yeah, no, I still got other CDs. Hell yes. Yeah, um, um, it most certainly feels racist. Yeah, it's. I think it's almost entirely the accent. Even if I cannot concretely pin down anything other than that, I'm gonna yeah. say yes. I think um, racist in spirit. But I think he also talks in like broken English, right? Can't again. It's been a long time. I can't remember if it's just like the actual speech pattern or. I don't know, maybe? Maybe. Yeah, I think he did. So then maybe we might slide the slide our marker over into like almost definitely racist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I mean, you can't really say much about his appearance because he's, you know, alien, looks very not human. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, certainly the accent and the, the way of talking, I think, are. Yeah, I'd have to rewatch too to see if he, see if he potentially plays into certain stereotypes. Yeah, I honestly can't remember, but um, I'm gonna say probably, if nothing else. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's subjective. I don't think they intended it that way. Oh no, I'm sure. Um, but that being so, like racism, that's prejudice, you know? Like, yeah. So they didn't do it with prejudicial intent necessarily but does it give off racism vibes yes it does yeah i'm gonna say solid assessment there um i have uh one more thing that i have written down for today but i'm actually gonna steal something from a local morning radio show that seems to be playing on like every radio in all of the lock houses at work and all of the fleet cars for whatever reason well actually no i know why it's because 
when people are driving around in the afternoon at work, it's the local classic rock station, but they have a morning show, and it's called the Free Beer and Hot Wings Show. Um, it's actually kind of funny, but this morning, for whatever reason, they were, like, talk- they were, like, answering weird questions, and one of the questions was, like, would you sleep with somebody who had no arms? What kind of question is that? I have absolutely no idea. It just stopped me dead in my tracks, though, as I was, like, trying to take apart a motor. (laughs) I mean... Yeah, probably, if I was attracted to them. Yeah, that's what- it just doesn't even make sense to me as a question to ask, and it's like, if- if I liked a person enough to sleep with them, whether or not they had arms would be irrelevant. Yeah. And the thing is that they all- they all said exactly the same thing, so, like, I'm assuming that it was, like, emailed in or something, and they, like, all saw it and were like, well, yeah, and then thought it was funny enough to share. Yeah, just because I think it's a such a perplexing question. Yeah, that was kind of the vibe that I got. I, yeah, I feel like when you get the um, when you hear a question like that, that kind of makes your brain like stop working. Like you can physically see. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. Like, like you need to share that with other people because it's like, let me make sure that this isn't just me, but mm-hmm. also I want you go through this. <laughs> yeah. All right. That seems like a a fair assessment. Um. So, one of the other things that I came up with was, um, I know you are familiar with this, but for anybody who isn't, there is a company called Nice Shirt Thanks, where you cannot, they will design you a custom t-shirt, but you can't say, you can't, like, you don't choose the design. You send them a prompt and they make a custom shirt for you. Brooks has one. It's absolutely delightful. I had to grab it for this, and I totally forgot. I mean, do you want to go grab it? Can you grab it quickly? Yeah, I know exactly where it is in my drawer. Alright, do it. Because <laughs> I have some pictures that give off the vibe that I want to create. Because what we're going to do, and I'm going to repeat this when she's back in here, is... um, Or never mind, you are back in here. <laughs> So the plan is, and I'm sending, I'm digging up some, some vibe reference photos, because I want us to come up with a prompt for me, because I've had a really hard time settling on a thing, and I would very much like a shirt from Nice Shirt Thanks. So I'm gonna just save these real quick and pop them in the chat, but um, the floor is yours if you would like to share yeah. So first of all, and apologies if I'm repeating anything you said during the my brief moment away, but like you're very limited in characters. Mm-hmm. Like so, I remember when I did mine, I had to be like I had to constantly change and like try to wordsmith things so that I could fit all the information I wanted in the limited space. Mm. And part of my thinking was that I wanted to think of something that sort of challenged them. I like it. So. I don't remember my exact, um, like, prompt, but I was like, well, you know, I love knitting. That's a big part of my life. And I, I think it was shortly after I got Harley. Like, Possibly? Almost three years ago. Um, wow, that's wild. Yeah. And so I was like, man, how would a snake knit? Ooh. And so... 
I promised her something along the lines of um, my pet snake Harley knitting a sweater. Yes. So, uh, apparently with his tail. I don't know how he's holding all that with the tip of his tail. Listen, he's doing his best and that's all that matters. He's too stupid. Yeah, they, they literally have one t-shirt color that is white. It's kind of a, a joke on their website that they there's a color select option but every option is white love it so um this is what i want this is the vibe i wish to evoke these two images mm -hmm. uh my mom said she could drop us off if your mom can pick us up skeleton right. flipping off the camera um mm -hmm. sick ass skeleton wizard with the caption if you need me i'll be in the shower taking a shower so that's so, that's the vibe i want so skeletons goth. i want goth i want metal and then i want fucking weird well i mean would you want to try to work in something else that you like like i now it's just in my head because of my shirt but like um, a skeleton doing some form of cross-stitch. <laughs> no, because here's the thing. I, and I, like, I'm kind of trying to engineer this in the, t like, a teeny tiny bit. I don't think I really want a drawing. I almost want, like, a cursed collage. Like, a cursed meme. Just on the shirt. Do they do that? Oh, God, yes. Hmm. Like, I have you seen those, like, edits of like where it's like a hamster and like a little pink barbie car and it just says like the horrors persist but so do i mm -hmm. like they have things like that hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when i asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts they said what the f are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. 
In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So I thought this could be a fun exercise for us. Help me try to come up with a prompt for nice shirt thanks. But I mean, like, you couldn't tell them exactly what to write on it. That would take up too many characters. You are so correct. So I want to get, like... So you could keep it just vague, like, super cursed and weird skeleton meme. Hold on. All right. I'm going to start writing things down a little bit. Cool-ass cool. skeleton has to be in there. Pro also probably along with the words metalhead or goth. And weird, probably. Yes. Cool-ass skeleton. Metalhead. Goth, cursed, weird. What if, we, oh, this could be interesting. What if I just sent a bunch of words? Like, not even like a coherent sentence, just like bullet points. I don't think it has to be a sentence. Which is essentially what I'm doing right now. So we've got cool ass skeleton, metalhead, goth, cursed, weird, maybe meme? I think so, because, I mean, that seems to be sort of the format that you're going for. Should it be meme format? Does that get it- is that slightly clearer, do we think? Suppose. I'm just looking at their, uh... Try to limit the prompt to three things. Well, like, shit. Like, for example, three characters, three interests, three focuses, etc. Their example is duck on a skateboard holding a katana. Okay, so we're gonna go point one, cool-ass skeleton. I think my third point is just going to be cursed meme format. Mm hmm Or, like, if I do turn this into, like, a slightly coherent sentence, it'll be, like, cool-ass skeleton, maybe with something in a cursed meme format. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I love how vague some of these are. Like, one of them is just, like, an example is, I am vegan, I love plants and cows, smiley face. Like, <laughs> I dig. That could be a lot of things. I know. And I feel like, again, that's the fun of it. And you can upload an image where you can, like, have them Photoshop your face onto it or just print that directly on the shirt or... No. Or just, like, as a reference picture. So Maybe I'll do, do that. In the style of one of these or something. All right, hell yeah, maybe I will do that. I'm gonna write down reference photo question mark for myself eh, as I throw my pen. Yeah. Oh man, they got more than t-shirts. They didn't used to have more than t-shirts and they have ones that are colored. Man, they've come a long way since- uh, Oh, they don't just have the only white? 
As if I can get it in black, I'm gonna be so happy. It's black now. Yeah. It's gone. I love that. They have white and black. This is All I need. All I need. Can't believe that. I'm so sorry. Wait, did I order mine? That was a long time ago. Hmm. Yeah. I think it's good to make it fun for them. Can you imagine working for that company? Oh my god, I wish. Two years ago I ordered mine. <laughs> Please hire me. Almost two years to the day. Wow. Yeah. Wait, for real? That's wild. Worked. Huh? Almost two years to the day? That's nuts. Yeah, I never worn it because I don't like that it's just a square in the middle of a white shirt like that. Mm. And also, I, I just don't want it to fade, you know? I mean, I think but, you could definitely get away with wearing it a little. But again, I just don't like the... Here's a square of art on an otherwise white t-shirt. It feels strange. I honestly kind of don't mind that. And I don't know if it's because I'm like, you know, album cover shirt. Yeah, but it looks weird. Mm. Doesn't it? It's just kind of like... Oh, they at least should have made the edges a little less, you know. Made them a little squiggly or something. Mm. Oh, well. I knew exactly where it was in my drawer because it was in my Hognose Snake t-shirt set. I have three. I was about to say, I know one. <laughs> or I know one <laughs> other. Have I seen the third? I think you've seen all of them. Because I have my, my green one that says, I love my Hogno snake. Yes. And then I have the one that I just got for my birthday last year that's the anatomy of a Hogno snake. Yes. I forgot about that. Yeah. Hogno snake section. Hmm. I keep them together. You know, as you should. Yeah. So maybe that's just going to be a cool-ass skeleton in the cursed meme format of the reference photo provided. And then just let them figure out what the meme could be. Yeah. You could have your final thing just make it weird. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna write that down as a possibility. Make it weird. Yeah, I was trying to see what the character limit was, but... FAQ. Or characters. None of these are useful. Mm, you hate to see it. What a great idea for a company. I know, right? I kind of wish that yeah. I had come... I actually very much wish that I had come up with it. Not kind of. Yeah. Because, like, and it makes me happy, too, that they're always like backed up they say a lot eight to ten weeks for delivery because they have so many orders and it's like oh my god I, yeah right that's so fun i was trying to see if i just started typing things uh if anything would come to you no if it would like um oh if you would hit a character limit yeah hmm. i'm just gonna start typing random letters until it tells me i can't anymore Solid plan. Solid plan. Just doing H over and over. 80 characters. Okay, that's okay. important. I will yep. think on that. Because and... I, I 
initially typed in cool ass skeleton meme format weird as hell <laughs> and it just kept me age until it I might just <laughs> that's that might be it that might be it I mean, the title of this episode is absolutely cool ass skeleton now, but, um, <laughs> uh, maybe this is a little early for it, but I really want to know what the other thing that you told me that you had to bring up at the beginning of this episode was. So I'm going to say it's worsening time. And if that turns out to be a mistake, we'll go from there. Sure. That had to be worse. What do you got for me? I'm very excited. <laughs> I don't think it's exciting. I just... I've developed... I don't know if obsession is the right word. I'm already liking what I'm hearing. With a YouTube channel called Explore With Us. Oh. Which is really vague sounding, right? Mm-hmm. But what it is... Essentially, they take footage of, like, real interrogations of people who like did horrific things and they actually play the the videos but they have every video analyzed by like um various experts in the field like clinical psychologists and like law enforcement professionals like a whole they always list out who analyzed that particular video and so then they'll play them and then they occasionally pause to point out like ah they just did this thing indicating that they're uncomfortable or they're lying or, like, this is what this kind of marker is called. Interesting. Um, and it's it's really interesting, partially from, like, the psychological standpoint of, like, kind of understanding. I was like, oh, that's, that, yeah, that's really interesting. Like, the way they do this is part of an interrogation technique. Like, they make sure that there's no table in between them, you know, mm-hmm. so that they have intimacy. They make sure that there's nothing, like... They make sure the suspect is closer to the door so they don't feel trapped and more willing to talk, stuff like that. Hmm. Okay. Um, it's interesting from that perspective, but also at the same time, they cover the most horrific crimes. And it is, like, appalling. Like, there was a woman who killed an infant because she got mad at it, and they, like, it took them forever to get her to confess to it. But then when she did, she was like, yeah, I didn't really mean to do it I guess like <laughs> she's Bruh. so cool about but here's the thing these videos range in length I think the shortest one I've seen was maybe half an hour but they get up to like three hours long oh I love a good three hour video essay yeah and I don't know what it is like I will I, I usually watch them at work right because I'll like oh I'm gonna eat lunch real quick so I want to watch something while I eat and then it'll be two and a half hours later, and I'm just... No, for real. I Background noise is so important to me. I need... I need things. Things in my ear. Things to watch. But it's not even... It's not even background noise. Like, I am doing nothing but staring. <laughs> that's... Like... Actually, that's insane, actually. Like, yeah. I can't... I cannot look away. And people keep popping to my office, and I pause it real quick. I'm like, I wasn't listening to someone confess to murder. <laughs> nothing. But they have like five or six million followers on there. Wow. It's yeah, it's it's substantial, but it's uh it's fascinating and I can't stop. Like as soon as one ends, I'm like, okay, what's the cause they have this. Oh yeah, like one. the playlists. And they'll just sound absolutely ridiculous. Like Oh, I'm sure. 
yeah. The one I just watched yesterday was about, um, you remember when those two, like, 12-year-old girls stabbed their friend because of Slenderman? Yes, that has been brought up on last podcast multiple times. Yeah, it, uh, it was their, their, uh, interrogations. That's wild. Actually watching these 12-year-old girls talk about stabbing their friend. And, uh... Writing that down? Because I am very morbidly curious now. Yeah, it's wild, because the one of them, like, they finally realized she had, like, early signs of schizophrenia. Mm-hmm. But the other one just seems to have been a sociopath who manipulated the schizophrenic friend into doing it. Jesus. It's, it's yeah. So this, I, I just can't stop. Like, it is a compulsion. <laughs> uh, but it's, yeah. I don't know what, I don't know why. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say that's... I'm going to say that's definitely worse. Yeah, and so many of the things that I've seen on it, they just, like, haunt me. But it's so fascinating. Like, the things that people do. Yeah. I did watch one yesterday. It was only half an hour where a guy um, killed a woman and ate part of her. Oh, ew. Like, it was his actual, like, confession. Like, in the interrogation room where he's talking about he tried to pretend he did it. He killed her accidentally. But then, you know, he didn't know why. He just felt like he immediately had to start cutting her up and cutting pieces off of her to cook. It's like, why? Yeah, it was, it's real weird. Yeah, it sounds like it. People about what they did firsthand. But again, uh, yeah, I am very morbidly yeah. curious. I will be giving that yeah. a Google. Um, yeah. Would you say that's mainly how you're worse this week? That and I can't quit playing... Here's the kingdom. I know. Every time I hop onto Animal Crossing, which is an- yet another facet of my worsening, I see the little, the little yeah. you have one friend online thing, and every time I check it, I'm like, hmm, I bet I know who that is, and I bet I know what she's doing. Mm-hmm. Well, you're the and only I'm person usually I'm right. You're the only person I'm friends with on there, so I always know it's you. <laughs> oh, I have I have a couple friends on my Switch, not yeah. many, but I'm always like, hmm, I bet I know who that is, and yeah, yeah. I'm. 99% of the time, I am correct. Yep. I don't know why. I go through, you know, my little phases. I'll play it for a while, and then I just hit a phase where I can't stop, and I'm in one of those. So my life is just watching, you know, like, killer confessions, and... I love it. Um, yeah. The Animal Crossing brain rot continues. Um, I am tearing through the Ancient Magus Bride. Help. Mm. <laughs> um... I mean, I already said this at the beginning of the episode, but, you know, I continue to attend or make plans to attend concerts. I did get my ticket to see Los Campesinos. Hell yes. A VIP ticket for Mother Mother. As you should. You deserve it. Yeah. And they're like two weeks apart. So I'm going to be going to Toronto two weeks apart. You know, whatever. It's a bit of a drive, it's fine. This country's too damn big. It's a different country. I know. But, like, the fact that, like, this country is as big as it it is, and then we're next to another country that's giant, if we were a bunch of small countries, then the tours would probably come to all of us. Yeah. Yeah, because that was the closest either of them was going to be. Yeah. Two and a half hour drive. And I 
I told my mom that I was going to two concerts in Toronto this summer. And she was like, oh, who's going with you? I'm like, well, nobody, because I don't really, you know, know anybody who's into Los Campesinos. And the only person I know who likes Mother Mother can't go. And she was like, you're going to a foreign country by yourself? Like, mom, it's Canada. It's... Okay. <laughs> just, just the way she said it, a foreign country. Oh, my God. That's such a mom thing. That's such a mom thing. It's like, and I've been there by myself before for multiple days. Yeah, like, why is it suddenly, like, staying, okay. Staying in the middle of downtown Toronto, like, I, yeah. I don't know. A little bit funny. But it's like, yeah, no, it's, uh, I live closer to Toronto than I do to, like, New York City or, you know. No, Frank, I gotta say, it pisses me off how often bands will come to the U.S. and do, like, an East Coast tour, and the only place they stop in New York is New York City. Like, do you know how far it is from, like, all the way out in western New York to New York City, or all the way out in, like, northern New York to New York City? Yeah. Like, yeah. give me a chance. <laughs> yeah, like, people don't seem to understand. It's like, no, it's, like, in the corner of the state. It's, like, way down there. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I live in, in New York. They're like, oh, are you close to New York City? I'm like, not even remotely. Nope, it, not even a little bit. I could, if I went in the opposite direction, I could go through several states and through Canada before, you know, and the time it would take me to get to New York. Mm -hmm. No, it's, like, hours from there. Yeah, no, ridiculous. Like, Toronto being two and a half. Yeah, and even ghosts, like... Shout out to them for doing Syracuse and, like, Madison Square Garden, but even then. Yeah. That was, like, it was either three hours from me or two and a half hours from me. Yeah. And they should do Buffalo more. Like, right? Spread them out. Like, the and Rolling Stones have played in Buffalo. Yeah. There don't seem to be a lot of Buffalo shows, don't know why. Well, that's another thing. There's a freaking arena right where I live. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, and I mean, I know that Ghost was doing, like, amphitheaters because it was summer specifically, so, like, okay, fair enough, but, like, mm -hmm. there's an arena right where I live. Greta Van Fleet played there. The Rolling Stones have played there. Like, Elton John played there. Yeah. More people- come to Albany. I know it sucks. I live here. <laughs> Please help me make it suck less. <laughs> as long as I don't have to drive more than, like, three hours, I'm happy. I mean, that's the thing. I will drive more than three hours, because, like, I want to. Where, like, I want to see the thing more than I'm annoyed that the thing is far away. But, yeah. man, it would be nice if that wasn't the case. But, I mean, yeah, I'm just not going to complain if I have to drive, you know, like, a couple of hours. Because it could be worse, essentially. It always could be worse. And that's another thing that, like, makes me so jealous. Like, that, like, a tiny place comparatively to the United States and even to like some state like just states here not even the country as a whole that like a small place like the United Kingdom for example gets whole tours yeah and it's like there again there are places here where like it's a state that's bigger than that they get one stop yeah frankly I also have um opinions TM I think that the way concerts and tours specifically are set up really needs to change. I think they need to start doing, like, two to three nights at every location. 
Because hmm. just depends on the band. It depends on the band, but like, I mean, the the sleep token fiasco, like, tons and tons of people want to see them. They recently blew up in popularity, so like, and like, they're not playing a shit ton of dates. So like, two three nights here, two three nights here. Like, give people a chance. Maybe they're tired. Then this is a bad career choice. <laughs> well, no, because they're still making enough money. It's not a bad career choice for them. Or, I mean, if you don't want to be tired, I'm going to suggest maybe don't play metal music. Yeah, but I mean, like, everybody has things they like to do, but they need rest. Yeah, I mean, I do get that, but I just, I think it would be... And I mean, again, like, change it up so it's not... Like, there's so many bands where it's like, we're in Connecticut, and then we're in Pennsylvania, then we're in New York, then we're in Boston, and, like, all in the span of, like, five or six days. What if it was, like, three nights in New York, and then a couple extra days, and then three nights in this other place? I just, I think there's a better way to do this. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it also just depends on the venues and things like that, because they have to negotiate with every venue. Yeah, and that too. So, like... Would it be easy? No. Do I think there's an app, like, there's a better way to structure the notion of, like, the tour that is, one, fairer to everybody who's trying to, who might be trying to see some huge artist and also, like, gives them a little more time to get where they're going? Let's assume there's just a lot going on behind the scenes that we're unaware of. And there probably is, but on the other hand, I feel like it might be possible. I don't know. Like, maybe they want to create demand. Because if everybody There's enough always... already! Yeah, but it could always be more. Okay, capitalist like... Jesus. And I'm just saying, and like, and they, they can charge even more for tickets when there's that much demand. Yeah, but that, like, makes me want to, like, set things on fire. Sure, but they're still making plenty of money. And not exhausting themselves by playing multiple shows, like... Plus, even though it is hard sometimes to compete for tickets to something, there might not be enough to actually fill the place more than one day. Possible. Yeah. So, there's probably just factors that we're unaware of. So I think about it. As somebody who has to go through a lot of bureaucracy. (laughs) Yeah, fair. dealing with majorly right now oh no you hate to see it um but i think that is gonna bring us to an end for tonight unless we feel like we've forgotten anything not that i can think of yeah nothing really comes to mind i mean like i'm broke that's how i'm worse but is that really a surprise no not at all same i need to be more responsible Yes, but um, reality really sucks. Yep. And that makes it hard. So true. It's like, should I have bought that VIP Mother Mother ticket? Probably not, but... But we didn't get to see them when we wanted to see them before, and they're back. Yeah. The struggle is so very real. All right. Um, As always, thank you for fighting with us, friends. We appreciate each and every single one of you, and we will be back next week for more chaos. We will see you then. Adios.
This week's episode of the Fighting with Friends podcast was hosted by Bridget Kelly and Dr. Sarah Brooks. You can find other episodes of the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or your other favorite listening platform. Follow us on Twitter at brkelly98 and at nsarahsaid. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitch and Facebook. And join our Discord community using the links in the description. You can also help support us via the Acast supporter feature or consider subscribing to our Patreon for early access to episodes and fun bonus content. Thanks for listening. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.